After two years of painful counseling and shattered promises to remain faithful, I had had enough. I had been devastated, my spirit crushed. It took two years after our divorce for me to stop mentally castrating every male who came within ten feet of me, and another one for my verbal assaults to end. My nasty attitude was quickly given a nickname by one cop after a thorough dressing down, and it spread like wildfire in a parched forest. Man-eater Mandy. I didn't want to be a bitter woman any longer. I wanted to find someone to share my life with. A man who treated me as a partner, a best friend, a confidant, to walk through life holding hands and facing all the ups and down together as a united front. I wanted someone to sit on the porch with and admire the simple beauty of a sunrise or sunset in quiet awe. What my heart ached for was a gentle lover and a friend that tears and smiles could be shown to without fear of reprieve for being overly emotional. While driving, I came to the conclusion that I could release my tight grip around my heart to love again, just not with Jacob Wilson. I couldn't quite put my finger on the exact reason, but the small poke in my gut told me he wasn't the one. Funny how online chemistry can be so deceptive because there were no real sparks flying between the two of us. I had been like a kid at the fireworks stand, all excited about the rocket purchased in hopes of seeing a vivid explosion of colors, but deflated when it fizzled out as a dud. I called Shauna and my mother and told them I was on my way home. Shauna seemed shocked that I had called her so early, a hint of disappointment in her voice at the date being over so soon. She begged me to divulge all the gossip, but I told her I would spill it when I returned home. The stretch of road I was on was about to turn curvy, and I wanted to maintain all my focus on the highway. Irritated, she told me I'd better before she hung up without another word. I smiled at my first wade into the choppy waters of the dating world, unscathed and no worse for the wear. Even though this love connection wouldn't happen, it did give me hope that eventually it could with someone else. Lost in thought, I was brought back to reality by a loud bang. The steering wheel jerked in my hands and I almost lost control of the car. I eased it over to the side of the darkened blacktop and climbed out. The examination, done in bitter distaste as I stepped out onto the empty road, proved my theory. A blown right tire. Great. Just dandy. It was a perfect end to a not-so-perfect evening. Shauna would appreciate the irony since she knew one thing I had always feared was being stuck on a dark road with a flat. When I started back to the driver's door to retrieve my cell to call AAA, I almost called Shauna and asked her to send out a distress signal to the cops who had been spying on me all night long. Before I could dial... Headlights shimmered in the distance, a welcome salvation for a stranded motorist. A familiar vehicle approached and stopped, and the voice I didn't plan on hearing again anytime soon spoke as he stepped out of the truck. Well, hey, Mandy, 
fancy meeting you way out here. Looks like you need some help, Jacob said. That's when I noticed the tire iron in his hand and that he wasn't heading for my blown tire. He was heading straight toward me. The thunderclap of rushing blood in my ears momentarily made me forget the jackhammering in my skull. Panic welled up inside of me, dangerously close to being expelled from my body in the form of an ear-splitting scream. My blood coursed through me, but all I felt was the chill of fear. The old adage I had read in so many books and scoffed at throughout the years I unfortunately now knew was true. Fear froze the flowing crimson. Terror turned my veins into a conductor of the slushy red liquid. The memories from earlier that had danced a disjointed waltz through my foggy brain came together in one looming picture. What was created was a terrifying portrait of my deadly predicament. The realization that my body was painfully twisted in a heap atop the damp, hard ground made the scream lurk at the edges of my parched mouth. But what caused the fear to skitter up my aching spine was that I finally recognized the sounds coming from behind me. The clanking of a shovel ripping through the earth intermingled with the light groans of labor from the digger. Someone was digging a grave and I was overwhelmed with the terror that it was for my body. No longer did I concern myself with how I came to be face down in reeking dirt. Built-in survival instincts overrode everything else. Driven by sheer terror and the will to survive, I felt the lights in all interior rooms in my mind flick off, and only one bulb remained. The brilliant glow pulled me inside its formidable walls. Escape. Live. Freedom.